It was a great weekend for both the Louisville men's and women's basketball teams. We'll talk about what happened on this episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy New Year, Cardinals fans. What's going on? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. As always, I want to say thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked on Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, including YouTube, Five days a week, your team every day. Unfortunately, due to an equipment issue yesterday, there was no episode on Monday, so I apologize for the delay, but there will be two today. This is the first episode. We will recap the great weekend for both the Louisville men's and women's basketball teams, beginning with the men's team, analyzing the 67-64 to win over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets on Sunday. We'll talk about everything you need to know about that contest. But the good news did not start there. The Cardinals picked up a commitment from 2022 four-star Kamari Lands. We'll talk about what the top 50 recruit brings to the table for the Cardinals, um, former Cardinal comparisons, etc. And then in the final segment, we'll talk about the women's basketball thriller victory, 50-48 to over the Yellow Jackets on Sunday afternoon due to Emily Inksler's go-ahead bucket with just under three seconds to go. We'll analyze that contest furthermore. Before we get into the content of today's show, like I mentioned, for those who are not aware of who I am, my name is Dalton Pence. I'm a credentialed media member for Cardinal Sports Zone, where I serve as both a football beat writer and a recruiting analyst. Also do some PA announcer work for the university, so you can follow my personal Twitter in the graphic in the bottom left hand of your screen below, and you can follow the podcast Twitter page at LO underscore Louisville. So let's get right on into it. The Cardinals 3-0 in ACC play. The men's basketball team defeated Georgia Tech 67-64 on the road um, at the, in Atlanta on Sunday evening. Uh, it was an interesting contest. The card started out strong, shot the ball well. Georgia Tech went on a little run, and um, I believe the Cardinals led by three at half. And the second half, the you know it was a little bit of a back and forth. Louisville took a took the lead in the uh, last ten minutes, and Georgia Tech made things interesting. Had a couple shots that looked very good. Michael Devoe had a chance to take the lead um, that rimmed out, and then uh, Sturdivant um, or Sturdivant. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, he he missed a three at the very end uh, to tie the game and send it to overtime. But ultimately, a win is a win for the Louisville basketball team and any team in general, I should say, especially a, a win in conference play on the road. It wasn't necessarily a convincing win, pretty ugly at times. When you look at what the box score shows, the Cardinals shot the ball 26.3% from behind the arc. Their perimeter shooting uh, woes continued, just shot under 50% from the field overall which helped them to come out and win this game. They're 14 of 22 from the line, out-rebounded Georgia Tech by nine rebounds, 34 to 25, turned the ball over 13 times opposed to Georgia Tech's nine, and um, had an, the largest lead in this one was eight in favor of Louisville. Seven-point uh, lead was the largest for Georgia Tech. So ultimately, I think it's... 
it's a it's doing too much to look more into this than than it really is. Uh, it, it's a it's a it's a win uh, on on you know on the road in conference play. You can't you know take away the significance of that because they do build up, and we'll talk about uh, in the episode the second episode that is published today that in this ACC, which doesn't have as many great teams as it usually does on a you know year in year out basis, it's not so much a matter of accumulating. Uh, quality wins because there aren't going to be that many opportunities to do so. The name of the game for Louisville is avoiding bad losses. They have three on the season uh, so far. Now I'm you know I'm not going to get into that uh, in this episode, but it just kind of bringing that argument to the forefront for the next episode. Um, you know this is a you know, a prime example of Louisville avoiding a bad loss. You know you you play a Georgia Tech team that had lost four out of the last five, albeit against very solid competition. Bubba Parham came back in this contest for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Um, you know, this had the makings of a game to where, you know, it, it could have gone either way. And thankfully, Louisville has been you know, pretty clutch down the stretch in all three ACC games uh, against NC State, against Wake Forest, and then and now against Georgia Tech. So you can't overlook the fact that, yes, you know, a win is a win, regardless if the opponent is, you know, perceived as being good or not but overall um i think you know there were still come still some concerns you know no mason faulkner was a tough loss because i felt like he just came off the best outing of the season uh, or of his season against um wake forest he was out uh, due to covid protocols hopefully they'll have him back for pittsburgh on uh on tom- on tomorrow for tomorrow um overall Dre Davis looks solid off the bench, 13 points. Malik Williams, uh, you know, big shout-out to him. He has been the uh, consistent uh, part of this Louisville offense. He had, excuse me, he had 20 and 11, shot the ball uh, really well, uh, 9 for 12, 75% from the field. Matt Cross had 13 and 9. Uh, Noah Locke had 10 uh, to go with that as well. But for Louisville and Chris Mack, I, I believe, yeah, I I forget who said it, so I'm I'm not trying to steal credit away or not give credit. I, I legitimately forgot who tweeted it out, but in the post game press conference, you know, um, you know, Mac was asked about his bench, and you know, he said that you know he doesn't have a lot of trust in, in the um, in the bench players right now, and you, you could see it in this game outside of Dre Davis, one point scored, or I'm sorry, two points scored from the Louisville bench, one from Jalen Withers, one from L. Ellis. L. Ellis has been, you know, kind of had, had a little bit of a of up and down stretches due to the fact that, you know, he's still playing through some uh, growing pains and some learning curves, and there's no Mason Faulkner, so, you know, the bench got significantly smaller for this one. Um, but I liked what I saw from, from Sidney Curry. Uh, you know, he only played a minute in this one. I liked what I saw from him against Wake Forest. I wish we would have seen a little bit more of him. Uh, but we uh, didn't see him, didn't see Roosevelt Wheeler, didn't see J.J. Trainer, um, et cetera. And the, the struggles continue for Jalen Withers, who you know, a lot of fans early early on before the season had him projected a, as a possible all-ACC you know, caliber player, and he just hasn't been able to put it together so far. So it's going to be interesting to see as the month of January goes about what Chris Mack is going to do with Jalen Withers? Does he allow him to get you know go through, you know go through his slump and try to work out of it? Does he start to take some of those minutes away and give them to to other players? You know, like a Sidney Curry, like a Roosevelt Wheeler, um, you know, etc. Who knows what what will go on there? But um, you know, overall, this matchup for the Cardinals, uh, it, it had you know. It seems like the Cards struggle when when they go down to Atlanta and play in McCamish Arena or McCamish Pavilion, one of the two. 
Um, and you know, at the end of the day, a win is a win. The Cards 3-0 in conference play. We're going to talk in the next episode uh, about why the month of January is so critical for the Louisville men's basketball team. And it kind of, um, you know, goes further in depth on on the ideology that the cards have to avoid bad losses in the ACC and just continue to accumulate wins and try to bolster that uh, tournament resume because you know Jeff Goodman tweeted out um, you know the I think it was yesterday's like it, paraphrasing obviously good luck finding four teams deserving of a NCAA tournament bid and we'll we'll kind of dive more into that uh, in the next show but uh, he's on to something. And um, they're going. The cards are going to have to bolster their tournament resume by any means possible. And it was a, a solid win against uh, Georgia Tech. And then they focus their, um, you know, they focus their sights on Pittsburgh. And we'll look at that into the next uh, in the next show. Uh, before we talk about the women's basketball victory about uh, 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 over Georgia Tech, I should say, I want to talk about a commitment that the men's basketball team received, and it couldn't have came at a better time for Chris Mack and company. We'll talk about that here in just a second. After we talk about our friends at Get Upside. Hey, Cardinal fans, once again, this is Dalton Pence, your host with an incredible app. Everyone who buys gas needs to know about Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25% for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the app, uh, the free Get Upside app, I should say, in the App Store or Google Play. Use the promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no cash. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, for Amazon or other brands, just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code SCORE to get fit up to 50 cents, get 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Once again, that's code SCORE for 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. I also want to talk to you about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has had you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and toward the pro football playoffs. It remains your number one spot for all the sports action. Head to the website or use your mobile website to I'm sorry, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code locked on from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 and 22 campaign. Bet online is the fastest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and bet online is where the game starts. All right. We're diving right on in to the new commitment that the Louisville men's basketball team received over the weekend in four-star top 50 recruit Kamari Land, 6'8", 195-pound small forward uh, from Phoenix, Arizona, placed for Hillcrest Prep. Uh, most people are aware of that. And uh, Here, let me kind of walk you through his, his recruitment uh, of the past couple months. You know, He officially visited the cards in November. Didn't commit after the official visit. There were uh, rumors swirling, speculation that um, you know he could possibly go you know 
pursue professional routes, uh, look into visiting uh, the Memphis Tigers. Um, that didn't come about, uh, and then it kind of became a two-team race between the Louisville Cardinals and the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils. And i got to be honest, leading up to decision day for Kamari Lands, I'd say the general consensus believed that he was going to be a Sun Devil. He was going to be playing for Hurley. However, Chris Mack and company had different plans. A huge commitment for Chris Mack for this 2022 class. Um, speaking of what Kamari Lands brings to the table, a very, very solid three-point shooter. I'm going to read you what uh, Director of Basketball Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Jerry Meyer, wrote about Lands' game back in April of uh, last year. He has great length for a wing player and the frame to add weight while already possessing a solid frame. A good athlete with a quality shooting stroke both off the catch and off the dribble. Not as a creative ball handler or playmaker at this point. More of a straight-ahead slasher when attacking the rim. Utilizes a hesitation dribble. Can get to a spot for his pull-up jumper and is dangerous in transition. Has all the makings of being a versatile defender and can rebound for his Position. When you look at the teams he was offered by, had a ton of big-time offers, Kansas, Syracuse, Memphis, DePaul, Louisville, Arizona State, etc. Um, this, this is a player that could potentially come in right away and see some uh, initial playing time. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-conference player right away, but I, I see a lot of parallels from his game. Uh, to former Cardinal great Jordan Warris, especially in the scoring category. When I watch both of them play, I see um, an advanced scoring repertoire and just uh, a mixed offensive uh, skill set. I'm speaking, obviously, of Jordan Warris as a high school recruit rather than where he was le leaving after his third year as a Cardinal to, <coughs> excuse me, to the NBA. So I, I like what Jerry says. I think he's he's a uh, a versatile perimeter shooter, meaning that he can do, uh, he can score off the dribble, but he's also very solid in catch and shoot situations. One of the better three point shooters in this class. I'm not gonna, you know, go out on record saying he's one of the best, but I think he's a very, you know, he's a, an above average uh, perimeter shooter in this class. Can create his own offense. When I do uh, my NBA draft scouting, for those who are unaware, I, you know, I, I really fancy the NBA draft. I put a lot of effort into scouting for that. I have been for the past four years. Um, one of the biggest traits, uh, or I'm sorry, one of the um, you know most important traits that I prioritize when it comes to draft scouting is the ability to create one's one's offense. And um, you know it, it's clear that Kamari Lance has that offensive potential uh, because he's able to uh, pull up in transition. He's able to create his own shot off the dribble. A possible three-level scorer, whether he becomes a, a distinguished one, that is uh, yet to be seen. But he does have the makings of being able to um, you know score in the mid-range well. He's a obviously a good perimeter shooter. I'm also impressed with how well he finishes around the rim. Uh, there, obviously he he's going to be adding some weight in college, but I like his I like his six foot eight frame. He has a good amount of length, handles the ball well for his size. Gives me Jordan Ora vibes. Like I said, I think he can come into Louisville. Um, you know, year one kind of a minimal impact, uh, but depending you know depending on who's here, and that's another reason why this is such a big commitment for Chris Mack because. There is no telling what this team is going to look like next season. Um, I, I think as of right now, um, you know, if Noah Locke were to leave or somebody like that, the cards are, are right at the 13 scholarship threshold. That's assuming Noah Locke or someone else that uh, could be back next year leaves. Uh, so, you know, it, it's it's yet to be seen where Louisville goes in, in terms of um, 
you know, the scoring balance because, you know, without Noah Locke, without, Jer- you know, no Jared West, no Mason Faulkner, the, the backcourt that, um, you know, lacks a, a sort of production is going to be, um, you know, you know, getting to the point where you don't know where that production is going to come from. You have L. Ellis, you have Mike James, who's going to be coming off an Achilles injury. But a Kamari Lance is a guy who could play the two or the three. Um, you know, it really doesn't matter too much in a positionless basketball sense. Dre Davis also could be, you know, thrusted into the into the two spot. Um, I think it's going to be a while before we see Tay Davis really start to, um, you know, impacted the court, um, you know, for the Cardinals. In a significant way, I ultimately think that Kamari Lance could see more of a, you know, an initial impact more so than Jordan Nora had as a true freshman. Obviously, it's going to be, um, you know, kind of according to the leap between the freshman and junior, or freshman and sophomore seasons, respectively. And I think that this is going to be a good opportunity for, you know, Chris Mack to be able to show that younger players can succeed in this offense. And um, ultimately, like I said, couldn't have come at a better time just because we're kind of. Uh, you you're kind of sitting here like okay yeah you don't want to look too far into the future because you still have a whole conference slate to play for the 2021 season but in the back of your mind right beyond the peripheral vision you can kind of see a glimpse of 2022 and there there's some there's some concerns just because you don't really know you know what what this team is going to look like and it's too early to really be stressing about that especially with the transfer portal and we see what Mac can do with the transfer portal but it's a very solid commitment you know there's uh these are the types of guys that I think Chris Mack and company uh, could really, you know, make their bread and butter and, and make a Louisville a powerhouse from getting these type of guys. You know, Louisville's never been a school that's gotten a lot of five-star talent. And when they do, you know, chances are those five stars don't really pan out uh, to to what we expect them to be. You know, in the you know 30s, 40s, 50s range, that's where, you know, I feel like Louisville has, has succeeded throughout the past, um, you know, 20-something-odd years. Kamari Lands is a big commitment that could see some, uh, you know, potential early playing time as early as, you know, his freshman season. So we'll continue to monitor the 2022 recruiting class as it continues to shape up, but very solid with him. Uh, Frederick King and Tate Davis. Um, before we end the show, I want to talk about the huge thriller win for the number three Louisville women's basketball team over the number 16th ranked Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Before we do that, let's talk about our friends at NetSuite. I want you to close your eyes. Imagine a scenario. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth and everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite for the new year. NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com. locked Head to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Once again, that is netsuite.com slash locked. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. The number three Louisville women's basketball team edged out the number 16th ranked Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets on Sunday afternoon, 50-48 to 48 down in Atlanta. And what a game it was. Not necessarily um, the best game offensively for both squads either way. You know, the two squads came into the matchup uh, both in the top three in scoring defenses nationally. However, it was a lot of it was just a matter of coming down and just missing shots. The Cardinals, um, a couple of staggering statistics. They shot the ball 36.5% from the field, 31.3% uh, from three. Not necessarily, you know, too, too awful bad, but they were less than 45% from the free throw line. That was very key. Georgia Tech actually shot nearly 50% from three, eight for 17. Uh, the Yellow Jackets um, were out with uh, some COVID protocols. They only played seven players, and one of those seven players only played one minute. So um, I feel like the Cardinals really took advantage in that fourth quarter. Um, you know, the defense um, stuck out. The Cards only scored 27 points. Leading up to that fourth quarter, three in the first, seven in the third. However, it did not matter. 23 scored in the fourth quarter. They um, the, uh, the scoring margin was seven. Georgia Tech only scored 16. Going down the stretch, Haley Van Lith came in clutch once again for the Cardinals. And Emily Inksler, we've talked about her all year long, of her just making winning plays. Uh, but they might not necessarily show up on the box score. Well, they did on Sunday. And if you watched it, you know, she had the the steal that led to the layup that tied the game at 48. And then Emily Ingsler. And first of all, shout out to Jeff Walls, man. What a play that he drew up. Um, they saw that the play worked uh, to get Haley Van Lith the shot. I, I, I say Emily Ingsler tied. I apologize. Hey, they gave... You know, got Haley Van Lith, um, you know, the the shot to tie it uh, on the inbound play in the half court. And Jeff Walls comes right back to that play. And instead of giving it to Haley or Kiana, Emily Inksler fakes the pass. And all three of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket defenders that were right there at about the free throw line, they all bit it. They all bit on the fake. And Emily had, um, I would say, you know, it wasn't necessarily a wide open layup because it, it did have a little bit of a you know there was some con you know contest from the nearest Georgia Tech defender, but you know Emily Inksler was able to put it away fifty to forty eight in the in the um, the the desperation heave uh, n you know near the the half court line for Georgia Tech fell fell through a huge win for Louisville a statement victory on the road against a very solid Georgia Tech team that was undermanned. Um, overall, Haley Van Lith, although she did not shoot well, 2 for 10 from the field, had 7 points. It was that big shot at the end. Emily Ingsler, 14 points in this one. Olivia Cochran had 7. I don't think Kiana Smith scored her first points until the fourth quarter. So, if anything, this matchup just epitomizes, or uh, epitomizes, just reflects the overall resilience that this team has that, hey, even when this team is not playing good offensively, and they did not play good offensively at all. And, um, you know, we talked about this being one of the best defensive teams that Jeff Wallace has had, and I really think that this matchup shows why that is, because they win games with their defense. They scored 50 points against a top-16 team, 
and ended up winning the game. Now, granted, Georgia Tech is not the greatest offensive team out there. They do make their, uh, you know, their bread and butter is on defense. The, they were the number one scoring defense heading into the heading into the matchup against Louisville, but it was the Cards just willing themselves to victory. I, I was impressed um, by their ability to handle adversity and just stay composed in, in the latter parts of the game. We look at some of the, you know, outside of the loss against Arizona in the season opener. I look at this, you know, in certain instances, uh, Kentucky, uh, UConn, even you know Georgia Tech. All three of those games came down uh, to the you know the last part of the game, you know, in, in the you know winding you know final minutes of the contests, respectively. And the Cardinals came out on top, and they played very good defense. I feel like the defense tightens up even more in the in the in the. Um, the end of games and the offense looks pretty solid as well. And I think that that is just a testament to just number one, how, you know, bought into the overall concept of what Jeff Walls is trying to do. And number two, like I said, you know, shout out to Jeff Walls and this coaching staff, because, you know, I feel like um, in a era of just to where there's, I feel like there's been more like isolation ball than anything across all sports. You know, Jeff Walls has been one of the greatest uh, coaches in college basketball and in, in any type of, uh, you know, sports setting as, um, you know, you, you may you may have one star, but it's more of a, of a team effort and stuff like that. And I, I think that this is, uh, you know, one of his you know, best coaching jobs in, in the, you know, in recent memory, you look back on just because even when the shots aren't falling, you know, the, te- the team made their tweaks in the fourth quarter, and that is where, you know, you know that's where teams win and lose games overall. So great victory for them. We will preview their game against Pittsburgh on the Thursday episode, so be sure to check that out. Uh, talked about both wins for the Louisville men's and women's basketball teams in Atlanta on Sunday against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. First of all, that's weird that that's, that, that even happened. What are the chances of that? We also talked about what Kamari lands brings to the table 2022 four-star recruit brings to the cardinal program um but we will like i said we will have a a bonus episode out um you know talking about uh previewing the pittsburgh matchup for the men's basketball team and talking about um the the january slate for the cardinals um i also want to give a couple quick shouts before we get out of here first to the cardinal sports on podcast the most recent episode dropped on sunday so be sure to check that out at cardinalsportszone.com also, the Locked on Bets podcast by uh, your boy Q and late handicapping expert Lee Sterling is out on the Odyssey app or wherever you like to get your podcast. I, I appreciate you all being patient. I, I'm glad you all are here for the uh, 2022 and what it um, it is fixing to be for this show, and I could, couldn't do it without you all. Definitely appreciate you all. Everyone have a great day. I hope you'll tune into the episode that drops later on today, which you know, if, chances are if you're looking at this, you know, it might not be later today. It might already be out, uh, but definitely check this one out first before you check that one out. Um, that's going to wrap up this Tuesday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20.